0: But if you
1: close your eyes. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to This Week Again. I'm your host, Suzanne Posel. We're gonna start off this show with the best news anyone has heard in the last eight years move on to an expose on what guns have to do with school shootings, and follow all of that up with this week's most unintentionally funny moments, Republican Edition. Let's begin, shall we? They say good things come to those who wait, and I don't know who they are, but true words have never been spoken.
2: NBC News has learned a New York grand
3: jury has just voted to indict former President Donald Trump. Former President
0: accused of paying $130,000 in hush money to Stormy Daniels in the weeks before the 2016 2016- presidential election.
3: Hush money by itself is not illegal. It's the way that Trump and the Trump organization accounted for it that got the attention of the Manhattan district attorney's office.
2: We also have two sources confirming that Mr. Trump's lawyers
1: have been informed
2: that this grand jury has voted to indict.
1: Oh, I don't know about you, but I never thought this day would come. I mean, I hoped it would and I got excited every time it looked like it would only to feel the massive weight of extreme depression when it didn't, but <laughs> it was definitely worth the eight-year wait. Because not only will the Floridian Toadstool have to get fingerprinted and take what will become the most memed mugshot in social media history, but he's going to make an appearance in court this coming Tuesday at 2.15 Eastern Standard Time to plead to 34 counts of business fraud. Let that sink in for a moment. The Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, brought evidence and witness testimony to a grand jury that was so overwhelming that a jury of regular everyday people agreed with Alvin Bragg to bring 34 separate incidents of criminal activity related to the Trump Organization committed by Shroom Dick. That's like so many crimes, which is why not everyone is happy about Crimes McTrump getting caught doing 34 separate incidences of criminal fraud, specifically Cirque du Stupid over at Fox, where the most shocking moment on their network came when the revelation that Alvin Bragg had just received tiny handcuffs he had ordered from Amazon and was ready to use them. Then it was all downhill from there. Here, uh, we have just gotten word <gasps> former President Donald Trump has what? been indicted hmm.
0: by
2: a grand jury in New York.
3: My heart is broken.
2: I'm holding my head down in shame.
3: I had some tears yeah. in my eyes earlier.
0: I feel bad for the guy. This is burning down the rule of law. This is going
3: to destroy America. This is like communist level shit. It's like Stalin's purges. The Bill of Rights is gone. We must make them pay a price. They will regret doing this. And people better be careful. And that's all I'll say about that. Probably not the best time to give a gray or 15. And I think most people know that.
2: Donaldjtrump.com. Go tonight. Give the president some money.
1: (laughs) Those maggot tears truly are the best. I, I do want to point out, though, that since the indictment was announced, this man was able to siphon $24 million in donations. And I also want to point out, or at least acknowledge, that in that clip, one of the Fox hosts recommended that their audience get all January 6th with their Second Amendment because this indictment means war. Other than that, there was a brief moment of impotent white rage, and let's take a moment to chuckle at the hilarious way that these people lost their shit over the pussy grabber getting grabbed for breaking New York state law. And for those of you in the back, according to New York state penal law 175 section 10 through 15, it is a misdemeanor to delete, alter or falsify business records with the intent to defraud. Additionally, it is a felony if you do what I just said because you're committing a crime and or covering up for another crime that you are also committing. So to recap, Force leader of the maggot crowd is being accused of criming 34 crimes, including, but not limited to, deleting, altering, or falsifying business records, which is a crime, and covering up for that crime, which is also a crime. This is why there are so many crimes.
0: And now for something completely different.
1: I don't want to have... This conversation. In fact, we've had this conversation before. And if I'm honest with myself, we're probably going to have this conversation again. So, here we go.
0: Another school shooting, this time in Tennessee, where at least six people, including three nine-year-old children, were shot dead at a private Christian school.
2: Within minutes, national police, SWAT teams, and the FBI swarmed the school finding three students and three adults dead. On the second floor, authorities say they confronted a woman, a 28-year-old former student, armed with two assault-style rifles and a handgun.
3: Police identifying the shooter as 28-year-old Audrey Hale from Nashville. Authorities say the shooter identified as transgender.
1: I would like to take a moment to give a shout-out to the collective complacency of the American public, because thanks to you, three more children will never live past nine years old and three adults had their lives preventably cut short. And while thoughts and prayers have made their rounds from elected officials who, as recently as 2022, voted against funding for mental health resources in schools and against a sequel to the 2004 assault weapons ban, it's time to admit that Americans are okay With children dying as long as they can buy guns. A sentiment that one woman decided to share with Fox News viewers when she crashed a reporter's segment at the scene of this recent mass shooting in Nashville. And folks, it was epic. Roll tape
2: aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings? I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars and these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons that they shoot each other with.
3: All right, so uh, we're going to break away there because that reporter who was using that camera is uh, obviously setting up to do a, a live report there. But the woman said it quite succinctly. Aren't you tired of this? Yes, we are tired of this.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know that it is springtime, but you better get out your winter coats because hell just froze over. Even this Fox host is sick of covering school shootings after school shootings after school shootings, but unfortunately, this gentleman over at that network is an outlier. According to Tennessee's 5th Congressional District's disgusting excuse for a congressman, And the guy who sent a photo of his entire family, including three small children, holding assault-style rifles as a Christmas card, but just in the last few days deleted that same photo from all of his social media accounts because this man has convictions, Mr. Andy Ogles. School shootings is something that he says, you know what, we're just going to have to learn to live with.
3: So it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation, and we're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals, and my daddy fought in the Second World War, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese, and he told me, he said, buddy, he said, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind
2: losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it.
1: Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> what could you do about that, right? So I guess we're just supposed to collectively throw our hands up and say nothing can be done about the number one killer. Of American children. Who cares that 13 school shootings have happened in 2023 so far? This is how we live now. No solutions to a clearly preventable problem coming from a member of a party that purports to care so much about saving the children. They are outlawing health care options for women, whether they're pregnant or not, because remember, every sperm is sacred. So how does that coincide with the notion that children are just going to have to get used to dodging bullets while they're learning their ABCs because their parents' right to own a gun happens to be more important than their own lives? Well, if you are a primetime Fox host, you probably got a harebrained scheme that you would like to share with the world, Uh, a sort of shifting of the blame, if you may. Something that you obviously didn't think all the way through.
3: The true extremist fringe in this country, the extremist trans fringe, is a lot more threatening than most people understand. We seem to be watching the rise of trans terrorism. The man who tried to murder Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh after the repeal of Roe v. Wade identified as a quote, trans gamer girl. The man who shot up a nightclub in Colorado in this past November and murdered five people identified as non binary. And now this. And there could be more. Oh,
1: man. (laughs) So now there's a problem. There's something that we're calling trans terrorism, which sounds like a really scary way of saying trans people shouldn't be allowed to own a gun, which kind of ties in with what the rest of those douchebags over in the Republican Party have been spinning this new narrative since the Nashville school shooting. Check this out. Well, I
3: mean, a lot of people use ARs and AKs
0: for sporting purposes. If you're going to talk about the AR-15, you're talking politics now. Because I believe in the Second Amendment, and uh, we shouldn't, uh, you know, we shouldn't uh, penalize law-abiding uh, American citizens. Why not talk about the real issue facing
3: this country? in regards to the shooting, which would be mental
2: health.
0: Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeting this out. How much hormones like testosterone and medications for mental illness was the transgender Nashville school shooter taking? Everyone can stop blaming guns now.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> I am so glad Monster Truck Garage figured it all out. It was trans people all along. And you know, they might be gun owners, which means... <laughs> Something has to be done about this. And that's where it's clear that these poorly educated bigots didn't think this talking point all the way through before they went public because while they think that this justifies their recent misuse of states' rights to pass a deluge of anti-trans bills and paint the Christian Reich as the real victims, what they're actually proposing is the same thing that everyone else has been saying all along. If there is a sudden surge of trans-terrorism, then maybe we should also address the fact that between 1982 and 2023, 51% of the 141 mass shootings on record so far were carried out by white males. So it sounds to me like... We've actually been watching the rise of white male terrorism over the last 41 years, but (laughs) what do I know? That sounds like a mental health problem if you ask any member of the Republican Party. And you know what? That's also the line that they will continue to use while they vote against providing resources to anyone suffering from any type of mental health issue, especially rise of trans-terrorism, who they say are all suffering from mental health problems that need to be addressed, which they're not going to address because they don't want to vote for funding. And another thing, I would like to give a shout-out to Russia's favorite primetime liar, Pucker Lyerson, for explaining in exquisite detail how Republicans have been manipulating their poorly educated audience into becoming gun-crazed owners who are consistently scared out of their minds. Take a listen.
3: What you're watching here is not the exercise of the Second Amendment. What you're watching here is political hysteria, fear, ginned up on purpose with maximum dishonesty In order to get people in a state of agitation armed people in a state of agitation doesn't matter if they're trans or not whatever that is it's the same template always scare the crap out of your voters tell them that their lives are at risk encourage them to get guns how do you think that ends
1: uh you know the funniest thing about that clip is pucker anelson is talking about how Trans people are turned into AR-15 toting mass murderers. But what he's actually saying is the NRA's marketing strategy, which has been in place for the last 32 years. And wouldn't you know it, Fox has been a very big part of that lifestyle branding of their audience by running with every opportunity to freak out their very male and very white audience with the coming to get your guns tote and Wouldn't you know it, gun sales soar. Meanwhile, Republican politicians are trying to protect children from reading about slavery and a girl who may have two dads instead of passing laws that protect children from having a peach-sized hole in their body because of a, up until now, there was a moment when this person all of a sudden becomes a mass shooter. And then their Second Amendment rights are so much more important than this young child's life or storytellers like Marjorie Tater Talk Grimace who make up shit as they go along because when you're on a committee thanks to the worst Kevin in the house, they let you do it. It is a good thing that Congressman Jared Mauskowitz, the best electoral decision Florida has made since their last midterm election, was attending this specific hearing because this man definitely has a particular set of skills. There was no
2: good guy with a gun to protect us kids at school. You want to know why the shooter is dead in Nashville, the trans shooter? You want to know why? Because a good guy with a gun killed that woman. She identified as a man. She was mentally ill, probably taking hormones, and she went in and murdered children and adults in this Christian school in Nashville. So if you want to have a good talk about schools and protecting children, we need to talk about protecting our children the same way we protect our president, we protect our celebrities. Yeah. We protect Re- this building. My time. Okay,
3: thank, I'll yield. Th- thank you, Mr. Chairman. You know, there are six people that are dead in that school including three children because you guys got rid of the assault weapons ban. AR-15s, you know seen what those bullets do to children? You know why you don't hunt with an AR-15 with a deer? Because there's nothing left. And there's nothing left of these kids when people go into school and murder them while they're trying to read. You guys are worried about banning books? Dead kids can't read.
1: That's a very blunt way to put it, but Jared's got a good point. And that is Republicans really don't care about protecting the children. From 2004 to 2014, it was Democrats who made the assault weapons ban a reality. And you know what? It significantly reduced the amount of people who died from mass shootings. During those 10 years, we were 70% less likely to be injured or killed in a mass shooting. The assault weapons ban worked. But in 2023, you'd be hard pressed to find a child who knows how effective banning weapons of war is, preventing all kinds of things, especially shootings at school. Because you'd have to read a book in order to do that, and we all know how Republicans feel about books, right? (laughs) Which is why the House Minority Leader, Hakeem Jeffries, had to come out into the press room and say what absolutely needed to be said in the most spectacular, but bluntest way possible.
2: Becoming a way of life in the United States of America, that can't be. It's time that this Congress put kids over guns. Three MAGA Republicans should bring the bipartisan universal criminal background check legislation to the floor, and should also bring to the floor an assault weapons ban so we can have a debate out and open in front of the American people as to whether weapons of war have any place in a civilized society.
1: Well, I'm gonna go out on a limb and put my two cents in there. I don't think that any assault weapon or any weapon designed after an assault weapon has any place in civilized society. I would say the question is, are we a civilized society? While the not-so-recently deceased Supreme Court jester Antonin Scalia revisioned the Second Amendment to mean what it doesn't actually mean, nowhere in the Second Amendment does it say what kind of arms you're allowed to bear. So keep in mind, it was 1791 when the Second Amendment was added to the Bill of Rights, and the best guns that they had back then was a single shot before needing to reload musket or flintlock pistol, unlike today when a gun owner can shoot as many bullets as a chamber or magazine can hold. And back in the 1700s, only a skilled shooter could get maybe three or four shots per minute out of those muskets or those pistols, unlike today when any untrained schmuck can pop off as many as 60 bullets per minute with an AR-15. That is why banning AR-15s and other assault-style weapons isn't infringing on Second Amendment rights, because the Second Amendment does not guarantee that you can purchase whatever gun may be available for sale. And while the NRA cult members experience a collective migraine over that nugget of logic— Let's move on to what's happening in other countries because, folks, it looks like the prime minister of France forgot he's running a country of descendants that were the same people that got so angry at their government in the late 1700s. They invented the guillotine.
3: In France, uh, President Emmanuel Macron is bypassing parliament and invoking special constitutional powers to raise the country's retirement age.
0: Days of protests erupting in the streets of Paris, the unrest fueled by anger over the government's plan to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64.
2: At least 4,000 people marching tonight in Paris, demonstrations have turned violent. Protesters lighting fires right in the heart of the city and clashing
0: with police.
1: Garbage piles are growing on the streets of Paris amid strikes over a plan to raise the
2: country's retirement age. Thousands of workers taking to the streets to protest pension reform.
1: For those of you who listen to this show, this is nothing new. Back in January, we covered this lesson on French history starring the country's president, Emmanuel Macron. And apparently that guy did not learn anything. Macron tried and failed to get the French Parliament to change the retirement age. So, just before they were scheduled to vote on it, this guy met with his cabinet and invoked some special privileges that French presidents surprisingly have because this magically allowed him to change the retirement age himself, negating the need for a vote. And with that, Louis XVI, I mean... President Macron inspired the French people to do what they do best, burn their motherfucking country to the ground because their ruling class forgot who keeps their country going. Every other fucking French person. Not to mention, this is really a Macron problem and the French people should not have to suffer another two years of toiling away Whatever is left of their good years because Marcon's guy is overseeing the government's pensions can't math. And another thing, this whole government's trying out new ways of implementing authoritarianism doesn't seem to be working out quite the way that they imagined it would. Like take Israel. They're taking a page out of France's playbook and I don't think now is the time. For over
2: two months, tens of thousands of Israelis have taken to the streets to protest the new government of Benjamin Netanyahu. He's formed a coalition with extremist political parties. They've proposed reforms that could undermine the country's independent judiciary and threaten some groups' civil rights.
1: The new rules would prevent the Supreme Court justices from striking down legislation
2: passed by lawmakers. The rules would change the way judges are selected, giving more power to politicians. And it would allow for a simple
0: majority in the Knesset to overturn rulings from the court.
1: Ah, I get it. You see what Israel's luckiest stuff dictator is trying to do? Secure more settlements along Gaza, encroach on more Palestinian territory, and not have to worry about the pesky Israeli parliament filled with elected officials causing any more problems or delays, as well as the Supreme Court in Israel. (laughs) This move would also mean that the criminal charges Netanyahu is facing for helping his friends at a telecom company curry governmental favor, Positive Press, while accepting hundreds of thousands of dollars in thank you bribes for making sure that none of these guys ever got in trouble for being douchebags. Yeah, you could bet that that case is going to get dropped. And while it couldn't have come at a better time, see, Nutty was just about to enter a plea bargain that would reduce his prison time to community service, And all he'd have to do is admit to breaching the public's trust. But with control over the Supreme Court, who needs to plead anything? Because when you're forming your own axis of evil with religious deviants and corporate piggies, changing who changes the law is the first thing on your authoritarian to-do list. And speaking of things that we need to do... If I could give Colorado's OnlyFans Velma some unsolicited advice, listen, girl, your staffers hate you because they let you go out in public and say to a Washington, D.C. Councilman Charles Allen what you said out loud and, by the way, on camera at a real live house oversight hearing. Roll tape. Mr. Allen, in November of 2022, you led the charge to reform DC's
2: crime laws. Is that correct?
0: I chaired the committee that that proposal came You through.
2: led this charge, yes sir. These changes are now law here in DC, correct?
0: Do you mean the revised criminal code? Yes. Uh, no, those are not the law.
2: Those are not the law. Did you or did you not decriminalize public urination in no, Washington DC?
0: The revised criminal code left that as a criminal charge. Did
2: you lead the charge to decriminalize public urination in Washington DC?
0: No ma'am. In the did did revised you ever criminal vote in favor
2: money? of decriminalizing public urination in Washington DC?
0: The revised criminal code that was did passed you by the ever council support kept it as a criminal offense
2: did you did and you support this criminal
0: I voted for it yeah
2: you voted to keep it as a criminal offense that's correct we have records that show that you were in favor of and allowing public urination
0: no the legislation you're referring to that came from the criminal code reform Commission changed public urination from a criminal to a civil offense the council then changed that to maintain it as a criminal offense at the request of the mayor
1: thank you I (laughs) yelled Seriously, at that moment, yielding was the best thing that she could do, because damn, she really should consider paying her staff for something other than the outdated food from her failed gun-themed restaurant, because that really felt like a burn that was coming from inside the congressional office. (laughs) Of course, I can't expect this former teen mom and soon-to-be 36-year-old grandma who's baby mama is at least over the age of 14 years old to make good decisions that an appearance on c-span would go to show that colorado please you've got to start sending your best and while i'm at it georgia georgia's neolithic excuse for a member of congress and jewish space laser expert monster truck garage shared her stupid thoughts out loud at another congressional hearing. This time, she was in front of a microphone at a national security meeting and when this nugget from a QAnon comment thread dribbled right out of her mouth hole. It's
2: extremely concerning and, and dangerous to the United States of America's national security that Canada's immigration policy allows Mexicans to travel to Canada without a visa.
1: Oh, so we're supposed to believe a woman who didn't know Ukraine is part of Europe is actually a European country, because Google Maps is hard. When she says our letterkenny friends from up north have created a pipeline, if you will, for Mexicans to enter directly into the United States, by by what, by how, maybe by getting into boats in the Gulf of California, so they can sail right past any of the thousands of ports that would lead them directly into the United States. But no, they are going to dock in the Gulf of Alaska, grab some gear from some Inuits hanging out at the docks, then snowshoe 2,173 miles to the Canadian-U.S. border, so then they can finally cross into the United States. (laughs) I just want to talk to you, Georgia, for just a second. If you want to be taken seriously ever again, ever, you got to come up with better options for congressional representation than this alleged January 6th pipe bomber, because she is making you guys look like a sequel to Florida. And everyone knows you never go full Florida. Case in point. Ron the Oversized Coat DeSantis, who thought he was a clever boy when he appointed a group of campaign donors and members of the Christian Reich to a board that would oversee Disney since the mouse decided to give De bigots don't say gay bill a big thumbs down. For a bit of exposition, in Florida, Disney has been in charge of an area called Reedy Creek, for official township purposes for the last 56 years. The snowflake used his governorship status to set up a board of Karens and Kevins that I mentioned before to micromanage and helicopter parent Disney as a punishment for publicly sticking their tongue out at the Don't Say Gay Bill. And all seems to be going according to plan when... In February, the governor signed a bill into law
2: giving the state control of the former Reedy Creek Improvement District. But as the new board members just discovered, the former board may have given away much of its power to Disney. The agreements transferred almost all of the special district's power to Disney itself and includes approval to build another theme park, along with smaller parks, and would bar the Central Florida Tourism Board oversight from making changes to properties without getting the company's approval.
3: This essentially makes Disney the government. This board loses, for practical purposes, the majority of its ability to do anything beyond maintain the roads and maintain basic infrastructure. The company also invoked a rare legal clause that makes the move valid in perpetuity or until 21 years after the death of the last living descendants of King Charles.
1: Oh, I got handed to the mouse. I did not have Disney being rescued by a prince on my bingo card. But hey, that's on my bad. You know, these guys are all about princes and princesses. They got 15 to date. And you know, only three of them didn't need a man at the end of their movie. So Disney will remain in control of Reedy Creek for now until 30 years after the death of the last remaining heir of King Charles of England and just for perspective the youngest living heir to the throne when Charles passes on is George of Cambridge and he is 10 years old which means Florida's Governor Frollo isn't going to control the mouse now or anytime soon nor the content nor anything to do with Disney like he promised his fan base of toxic Disney adults that he would do but he can't deliver. Consider that when you're thinking about the twenty twenty four presidential primaries. <laughs> Guess it's back to staking out animal shelters for Kuala de Schill until that waddling hair plug comes up with another unintentionally funny plan to take down the woke mob and never ever accomplish anything. <laughs> And that's all I have to say about that, folks. New episodes of This Week Again air every Sunday. And follow the show on social media to keep up with our latest posts. We uh, can be found on Audible, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, and Samsung Podcasts, or pretty much wherever you listen. And thank you so much for doing so. to dur for now.